As everybody probably knows, Christopher Columbus first arrived in Costa Rica in 1502. It was Columbus's fourth voyage to the New World, but the trip didn't go as planned. Caught in a violent storm, Columbus's ship was forced to drop anchor just off the coast of Limon. While the vessel's crew labored to repair the damaged ship, Columbus went ashore and met the indigenous people of the region, the Bribri. Columbus was taken aback by the natives' hospitality, but he was even more struck by the lavish jewels and gold the tribespeople wore. In a famous journal entry, Columbus noted that he saw more signs of gold in the first two days in Costa Rica than he saw in Spain in four years. Word of the rich material wealth of Costa Rica soon spread to the Spanish mainland and believing the country to be an untapped paradise with near limitless treasures, in 1506 King Ferdinand of Spain ordered a governor, Diego de Nuequesa, to set sail en masse for Costa Rica and colonize the eastern coast. The fleet's operation was a disaster, however, largely due to the wild, untamed jungles deadly predators, and increasingly resourceful attacks of the native tribes. Despite the gradual colonization of Central America by Spanish conquistadors, it would be almost 50 years before the Spanish successfully colonized Costa Rica. In 1561, the Spanish established their first colony in Costa Rica in the region now known as Cartago. As you know, that's just east of San Jose, maybe about 15 miles, and that's where the Irazu volcano is. The site was chosen due to the area's naturally rich volcanic soil, which made it ideal for agricultural development. The small town flourished under the leadership of its governor, Juan Vasquez de Coronado, who employed diplomacy to handle the native tribes of the region. Although de Coronado's approach to colonization was largely peaceful, skirmishes between the colonists and the native tribes often flared up, and these guerrilla attacks proved challenging for the burgeoning communities of the Central Valley. Unlike some other Spanish colonies at the time, Costa Rica posed certain unique challenges, namely the lack of ready-made workforce of slaves. Fierce resistance to colonization by the country's native tribes meant the grand, opulent plantations seen in Panama and Nicaragua were largely impractical. As a result, Spanish settlers were often forced to run small, substance-based farms. Even the colony's governor was reportedly forced to plant, till, and reap his own crops in 1719 to avoid starvation. Considered a backwater by the Spanish monarchy and surrounding colonies, Costa Rica and its settlers were largely left to their own devices, resulting in the unique blend of Spanish and Central American cultures that is still evident to this day. Although the Spanish gradually established other settlements outside the Central Valley, the pace of colonization was not nearly as aggressive as in other Spanish colonies. Costa Rica would not cast off the shackles of Spanish rule until 1821. And then just four years later, Guanacaste, which was formerly under the jurisdiction of neighboring Nicaragua, was annexed and officially became a part of Costa Rica. Although conflict between the native tribes and Spanish settlers was common and many lives were lost, the cultural influence of Spain endures to this day. Evidence of this can be seen everywhere in Costa Rica, including the Roman Catholic churches erected during the colonization period, 
which stand proud in the very center of every single town, no matter how big or small it is. As always, we thank you so much for listening, and we want you to listen to our other 540-plus episodes of our Costa Rica Pura Vida Lifestyle podcast series. We invite you to get caught up with all of our episodes in the next couple of weeks. We try to cover every topic imaginable. And we keep them short because we know you're busy and we respect your time. Usually not over seven or eight minutes long. We can be found on all major podcast venues, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, and the Apple and the Google podcast platforms as well. I've added a link to our Costa Rica Immigration and Moving Experts website. If you're considering a move to Costa Rica and want some information about acquiring legal status for you alone or for you and your family, we have over 20 years of experience helping individuals and families make the move to this amazing country. Check us out when you're ready. Thanks again. We'll see you here tomorrow. And We do these podcasts seven days a week and we never miss a day, only because there's so much good news coming out of Costa Rica. We want you to stay in touch and up to date. For Avita, thanks for listening. We will see you tomorrow.